Welcome back to the Chorus of Nights podcast. I'm Cooper. This is Mark. Hello there. Joining us online is Jack. Hello. Thanks for joining us for our first episode of 2024, where we will be looking ahead at the year in Star Wars. We did a similar video uh, at the start of 2023, so we're going to do it again. I reckon there'll be a lot to unpack. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So before we get into some of our different topics of discussion... I'm just going to go over the list of shows and projects that are coming out this year. So we've got The Acolyte, The Bad Batch Season 3, Tales of the Jedi Season 2, Skeleton Crew, Star Wars Outlaws, the new console game, and then Andor Season 2 is a maybe. We're not 100% sure on that yet. We'll find out probably towards the end of the year. But that's the list of projects we've got, like main projects we've got coming this year. And so my first question to you guys, and the ones we'll discuss, is... What is your most anticipated project of 2024? Uh, Jack, we'll start with Interesting. you. Uh, so most anticipated, I would have to go with actually surprisingly um, Skeleton Crew. So the reason why I said this, say this is right. I do think it's a bit of a, I think it's going to be overlooked before we see anything. Like I think currently people like, what the, what is this? It's not really relevant to any of, like, past characters kind of thing. We don't know really much about it. However, I think it could be, like, a fun type. I've heard that people explaining it is kind of described as, like, a Goonies for Star Wars, which is great. So, like, a treasure hunting, kind of exploring, kind of fun, comedic, but not, like, cheesy one-liners. I've seen it described as a coming-of-age story. Yeah, which which is like that, too. So that's like exactly that type of vibe. So I don't know. I feel like it's going to be like a bit of a, a hidden gem that I think might actually be one of the better ones. And I know it's probably not the most, you know, probably generic uh, kind of uh, answer, but I, I really do think it's going to be pretty good. So, yeah. I hope you're right. Most anticipated. I hope so too. Well, for me, honestly, I think going off the trailer that just released for Bad Batch, I think... Out of the four shows that are pretty much confirmed to come out this year, I'm going to have to say Bad Batch, because that trailer actually was so good. Like, Palpatine's back, Captain Rex. Like, I can't wait to see what actually happens. I mean, where we, I said in our reaction, there's no plot, but then I remembered, oh, wait, they're looking for Omega. So it'll be interesting to see how <laughs> they get about it, and I want to see if there's any other major things that happen, obviously, with some characters returning as well. Absolutely. Yep, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, you know, that's definitely an exciting project for sure. Got a kind of that transition from the uh, Clone Wars into now yep. A New Hope. That's exactly. kind of becoming a bit uh, thinner. The bridge between them is getting thinner, which is good. Mm. I've gone a different route. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mes- most anticipated project for 2024 is the Acolyte. Now, I've got to say, I was planning mm. a whole video on this, but I'm not going to do it anymore. But... I just love the prospect of Star Wars now moving outside of the Skywalker saga timeline. I think that there's so Mm -hmm. much opportunity and so much freedom to create a really interesting story. They're not bound by having to have cameos or like legacy characters that dictate how the story is supposed to go. It's set a hundred years before the Phantom Menace. The only linking character between like that time period and the prequel trilogy is Yoda. I was about to so, say, do you think he'll be in it? We are. I, I, I would say he would he feature would, he in it. He would have least. to be in it at some point because he's, you know, the grandmaster. Mm. Yeah. So. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm so excited for it. I know there's been a bit of controversies around the series uh, in 
pre-production and filming, but from everything that I've heard, the cast seemed very uh, enthusiastic about what they were filming. The uh, uh, showrunner, Leslie Headland, again, controversial, but I think that if the actors are correct in what they're saying about her, I think she's been very passionate and she's come up with a story that's really going to impress us. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, and that's why it's my most anticipated. That's good. I think it has potential. Mm, like, I, think, I like the idea of the setting, like you said, in the High Republic. So I think they've got good potential. I just, like you said, there's been a bit of controversy. I just hope it, it doesn't. You know, yeah. 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 Well, we'll find out. Uh, let's move mm. our least anticipated project. Uh, Mark, do you want I to think I will because I think that's pretty much what I was just saying with Acolyte. I don't know. When I say that's my least anticipated, we'll say Skeleton Crew because I don't know anything about really what either of them are going to be about. Like all I've heard is Acolyte is a High Republic show and Skeleton Crew is a coming-of-age story set in the same time period as Mando. So I really... I can't decide. I'm not really excited for either at the moment. So it's kind of hard to say. <laughs> I I think once we see some trailers or some more information drop, I think that will change pretty soon. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Jack, do you want uh, to? Yeah, here we go. So least anticipated. Well, it, it, it's between two things. The thing is, I, I would have to go with the one I'm going to pick because I will explain why. I'm going to have to go with uh, Bad Batch. The, mainly, I was going to toss up between Outlaws because it's a game. However, I don't think you can really compare the same... Like, they're not the same thing at all. And, like, a game enjoyability, it could have nothing to do with the story or anything. It's just about how fun it is, right? But, so I'm more excited to play a game in that sense. That's the only reason why it's kind of over Bad Batch. And the reason why is... Bad Batch Season 2 left me on a bit of a very bland taste. I really was not a fan of it. Animation and everything was perfect as always. However, the characters didn't do it for me. The plot was not relevant. It, was even, it wasn't even there, in my opinion. There was just nothing. And it, it's honestly... And it's like, well, it's just like the, 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 the family kind of clones, right? They're the outliers. However, I'm sick of Disney going for these kind of like oh, look at all these mixed characters who band together because they all are friends and they consider each other as family. Like, it's even with Mandalorian and Grogu, they've always had these kind of, like, now with Echo, they're all, even Obi-Wan with um, Leia, they always have, like, these kind of family kind of, like, uh, what's it called, ties to all these kind of shows and projects. And I'm just, I just want something serious, grounded, which some of the trailer did did show that with, obviously, the Emperor and even Asajj Ventress obviously showing up. So... It might be better than I than I, like I'm thinking of it now. However, I'm really not looking forward to it because it just hasn't done it for me. Like it, I've given it so many chances and it still hasn't delivered. So fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Valid point. Mm. Valid point. Although we do disagree. Yeah. Mark and I. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I am going with Star Wars Outlaws. The game. I have no interest in playing it at all. They've marketed it as an open world game, which I mean, cool. We haven't had that in Star Wars either ever or for a while um but it just doesn't look like anything i would be interested in it looks just like a generic shooter game set in star wars i just i can't get up with that so that's that's my opinion i'm just not looking forward to it it's funny you say that though because considering how survivor really didn't improve on anything from fallen order those two would have felt like the most generic like oh climb here 
you have to break a bridge to go there. I was like, with this open world one, I just feel like there's more possibilities. It's even got a wanted system from the Empire, sort of like GTA in that sense. So I just feel like if it's done, if it is done correctly, and it's what they say it's going to be, then you know, but most likely because them they're going to fail it. But you know, I've I've got no basis. So I obviously played Fallen Order and then loved it, and then Survival. I'm going to talk about Survival, but I obviously really Cal Kestis is my favorite character for a reason so I had um a reason to play the second game besides just the gameplay yeah a reason to care about this character I don't I don't know them they're not a Jedi they're just a random bounty hunter it's like there's no Jedi doesn't need to but a Jedi doesn't need to be um the reason to play a game for example I don't like Cal Kestis but I still play it because it's Star Wars I think that's where I'm getting at when it comes to Outlaws I don't know because I, like you said, with Survivor, it's just a lot of climbing and running and going in a, in a linear path to get to the other end. And it takes like half an hour and I can't get into the yeah. game. It just takes too long and it's boring in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah. I want to get, I would just want to go on with the story, but it takes too long to like go across yeah. the whole map. So Star Wars yeah. games have been pretty good so far, but. Like I said, with Survivor, it got a bit boring. So I'm just hoping Outlaws, mm-hmm. it it you know it's a lot better. And like you said, yep. I think I think it's going to be more actually open world than Survivor is. Okay, right now, hundred percent. Shall we move to our Dark Horse project, the one that we think will go mm-hmm. under the radar, but yes. will be a hidden gem or one that will just we think will do really well that maybe people aren't expecting to do mm-hmm. well. Um, you guys, write a five star. Go, go for it. Yeah. So I've gone Skeleton Crew. I think that I've seen the the cast and I think obviously most of them are kids, but I think that they look like they could do a good job. I don't know. I haven't seen them act, but they look like they could be good actors. Jude Law, I think, is a brilliant actor as well. So I think he's obviously going to be the, the main star in this, in this show. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not purely genuinely interested in the story i will watch it because Mm. they've obviously put a lot of effort into this series but just from an outside perspective without any public footage i think okay this could be this could be something pretty cool it could introduce um some obviously to introduce some new characters it'll expand on the law and the time period it'll kind of uh, weave its way into the Mandoverse stuff. So I'm very, very interested to see what they do with this series and what its actual purpose and function is. Because with every other project, at least it's been following a legacy character or telling a new part of the Star Wars timeline. This really doesn't seem to fit into a purpose-filled um, purpose, I guess. Yep. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, interesting. <clears throat> Jack, do you want to share your your one? Yeah, um, so I think it's going to be Tales of the Jedi because I think not that, like, I, I it's it's a bit of weird to put it as a dark horse because I'm very confident it'll be good. It's more that I feel like, for example, Tales of the Jedi Season 1, I feel like no one really talks about it that much and it was really good. Like, the same sort of anthology kind of thing as Clone Wars, the same animation, just more crispier. And it's interesting to film the kind of the backstories with these random, Je- oh, not random Jedis, but, like, Jedis that we don't get to see much of throughout the movies. And I think, I think it's a dark horse for the fact that under it's more underappreciated. And I think that this one will be even better than the first season 
because I feel like the first season, in my opinion, lacked in the Ahsoka bits because we've already had so much Ahsoka. And I feel like I just wasn't as engaged with it aside, like apart from like the Dooku kind of aspect of it. So I think I think season two of Tales of the Jedi will explore more unique types of Jedi's. I'm hoping, like even I know this is going to be very out out there, but like even like a Coleman Trevor or like a Plo Koon or something, just oh, you know Quinlan Vos. Yeah. yeah, just just some random, you know. And I'm hope that if it does well, that they consider doing it like a Tales of the Sith, you know, to get more of of them because I feel like we say it time and time again, the Star Wars franchise really hates to like put us in the perspective and kind of on the side of the villains. I know for obvious reasons. However, us as the viewers don't need to be agree- agreeing like of them. It's interesting to see their side of it more than from the side always of, of the goodies. So on that point, seeing... I mean, how good was it in Andor seeing like the ISB and that sort of thing? Yeah, but that's, but that's, that's more political. That's not really what I'm I, I like you want to see more of like for example for season two of Ahsoka you want to see more Thrawn you want to see the villains you know Empire is the villains but they're a whole collective you know what I mean they're not one particular person in that kind of sense but I think Tales of the Jedi season two will be a dark horse for sure mm. well right. Jack I think you've taken the words right out of my mouth because you've said almost everything I was going to say I was going to say Tales of the Jedi mm. season one was fantastic it's underappreciated and the reason I think it's who's mm. going to be a dark horse is because I think it's going to fly under the radar. I don't think mm. a lot of people watch season well watched season one, and I don't think a whole lot of people are going to watch season two. But I think, like you said, yeah. I think it's going to go really well. I think they're going to continue the trend of season one, so I'm really looking forward to that. And mm. I think that will be the dark horse. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm interested to see when we will get uh, Tales of the Jedi season two because. I feel like everything, all of the projects that have been filmed at least or animated, I feel like they're all probably in their last stages of post-production. So it's just, when are they going to release it? What's the timeline going to be? Obviously, yeah. the first piece of the puzzle with mm. the Bad Batch, that's coming. Um, but we don't know when the other two are coming. So, or well, three. Yeah, okay. 100%. All right. Um, mm. Let's do our favorite one, our biggest potential to go wrong. Mark, start us off. Okay. <laughs> I think I don't have a lot to base it on at the moment, but I think it's the acolyte because as me and Cooper have already said, they've got such a good opportunity in like the time period with the high Republic. We haven't really seen a whole lot from this period. And I think, you know, there's a lot of potential with all the kinds of Jedi and seeing all sorts of great fights and force powers, but there's been some controversy with, you know, the pre-production and everything. So I'm just hoping I'm just hoping that they keep it as a Star Wars show. They have good quality writing, good quality action. I want a good quality show, and that's it. Can I Can I go next, Jack? Yeah, sure. Okay. So you brought up I, – I agree with you. I've gone biggest potential to go wrong is the acolyte. Um, the writing is the biggest issue for yeah. me. I don't know if you guys saw, but they released the writers per episode – some episodes were getting up to five writers, five main writers. And each episode has a different selection of writers. And I know in doing, making a video for it, which I'm not going to release anyway, um, the showrunner, Leslie Headland, she got people in the room. She got a writer's room combined with people who love sequel trilogy, original trilogy, animated stuff, prequels, and people who don't like Star Wars. I don't... She got people from every single facet of 
of of the Star Wars community slash non Star Wars community and put them together. I can't understand why you would get someone who doesn't I just, like Star Wars I, to write for it. I don't think it's going to be a very well written series. I'm more interested in seeing the content on the screen because it's a new like era for Star Wars and it's a new part and time in the galaxy. I'm more interested in exploring what's happening during that time rather than what the characters are saying. But yes, I agree. Massive and potential to go wrong for with, this series. With multiple writers, like it just makes me think how many times have I said on the podcast, what were they <laughs> thinking? what were they thinking with episode seven, eight and nine, not not cooperating with each other. Uh, with mm. Ryan Johnson and JJ Abrams not collaborating and writing changing the story yep. middle of the sequel trilogy and then jj having to come in with a hor- horrid number nine that i think could have been a lot better mm. if, if ryan johnson hadn't gone off of his plans i mean have you seen the interview with um adam driver recently how he was saying that kylo yeah. ren was meant to be the opposite of darth vader in his arc he was meant to start mm. kind of mm. iffy on good side and bad side and by nine he was meant to be an extremely evil like super super mm. villain, essentially, but obviously yeah. that's what happened. He had kind of a you know wonky wonky character arc, and then there was a whole rail yeah. we won't get into. So I just hope that they can they, the writers collaborate and they do a good job and they work as one. Oh man, I am so ready to already diss this show. Here we go. Why would they choose a show to introduce a whole new part of the franchise? They're talking about the High Republic. We've only had, behind me, behind Grogu, books from the High Republic, and you're going to introduce it in a Disney Plus show. What is happening? No, it's going to be, it's going to be cringy fight scenes. It's going to be over-the-top dialogue that just makes no sense. It is going to be atrocious. I'm telling you, it. there is no hope. The, the behind-the-scenes photos of the even... um. The guy from Squid Game in that Jedi outfit just looks goofy as heck. It's just goofy. It's like me cosplaying in, in Comic-Con. It's, it, it just looks cheesy. I, I am so, I am so adamant it's not going to be good. And if it is, if it is good, then I'll eat my words. I don't care. I do not care because honestly, this show just doesn't, like, yeah, of course I want to see stuff from like before the Skywalker saga and stuff. Why are they going with High Republic? We have Old Republic stuff for years and you're going with the unknown like disney-fied everything like why can't you just go to the actual sith who created the rule of two and and darth revan who was like the original like under like you know kind of battling light and dark and so you're going with the wookie jedi <laughs> and some random bozos holding a light so it's Honestly, I I am fathom that they decided to go with a low budget, like well, still high budget, but like you're going with a TV show format to introduce a whole new part of the Sky, um, not Skywalker, whole Star Wars franchise. It's like introducing the prequel trilogy in a Disney Plus show. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's why cool. would that that just no, just no, you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm just I'm so hesitant. I've never been so adamant that a show to to fail as this one. Because, like, they have no structure to go off. There's no, there's like a few books who were, some of them were a bit, eh, and some of them were just too over the, um, what's it called? Too, uh, too over the top in terms of like so much loaded dialogue with not a lot of plot or a lot of like transition scenes and stuff. So I'm just like, really, they're going to introduce a whole new thing. And as you said about the writers, how have you got so many writers and like on one episode alone for a whole series? And then you also, and as Mark said, 
why would you have someone who doesn't like Star Wars? It's good to get alternate perspectives, maybe from people who like sequels, for example. But why from some people who don't even like the franchise as a whole? Especially that's as just a, a recipe for disaster. Yeah, like as a writer, that's almost more important than the directors. Yeah, they can say what they so think. Like, yeah. They can say what they think might attract non-Star Wars viewers, but I don't think they should be writing the episode and and you know putting what the Intended story is, making what the story what it is. Yeah. I don't think you should have non fans yeah. writing. It doesn't make any sense at all. So yeah, yeah so honestly, in, entirely, I'm just thinking it's going to be like baseball bats from Obi-Wan, really <laughs> flat and plain cinematography with really cheesy dialogue. It's just the lightsaber is going to look like a, just a, a beam of light rather than something like actually realistic like it kind of does in like even the prequel trilogy, even sequel trilogy. They look realistic, right? But mm. with the, all these Disney Plus lightsaber ones, they just look like, it looks like, like, a, like a toy. Like, I'm expecting what? a lot of Jedi and a lot of lightsabers in this show. If we... This show is, I feel like, going to be heavily lightsaber based. If there are baseball bats, I can't, I, I wouldn't be able to watch the show. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I'm really, it, but it's gonna be so hard to watch. Like, all if there's gonna be tons of Jedi and they're using baseball bats, it's it was hard enough to get through honestly. Just him. This is probably the one project aside from like those sequel movies that I haven't been most hesitant about. Like, wow. Like, I'm so, like, this could either be, like, the greatest thing since sliced bread or it's going to be hot garbage. Like, utter sewer trash. Like, (laughs) honestly, I'm so hesitant, like, to the max. All of the negatively connotated adjectives. Oh, let's hope we're wrong. Let's hope we're all wrong. Yeah. All right. I really want to be proven wrong. Yeah. I really do. All right. Well, I mean, look at Grogu's face. He he himself can't stand it. (laughs) All right, around. I think we should finish off with some of our bold predictions for Mm. the year. Um, Maybe we'll go around the around the room, one each, and then maybe a second if we have Mm -hmm. a second. Um, I'll start. And since we're on the topic of the acolyte, I feel like I I should mention this. The acolyte will be the best project in years. And complainers suddenly love Leslie Headland. So you're going to think it's your prediction, bold prediction, yep. is it'll be better than Andor? Yeah, I said it would be one of the best projects in you. Oh, I thought you Andor. said the best. Nope. Uh, it is the best project. Oh, that is. So you think it'll be better that than... Is, I said in years. I didn't say... Oh, well, specifically Andor was... Yeah, all right, fine. Better than Andor. I don't care. Yep. That's a claim. That is a claim. But, hey, it's it's a bold claim. <laughs> I'm excited. We'll play this, we'll play, yeah, we're going to play this clip when it comes to <laughs> and everyone loves it. And then it's going to be perfect. You're yeah. going to call it. People was right. Hey, well, guys. you last year, Jack, you had plenty of calls about The Mandalorian Season 3 being absolute dog water. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is what we do. This, this is what we do. It's possible. It is it's possible. possible. Yeah. Um, Mark, do you want to show on? Uh, yes. I My bold prediction is that The Bad Batch will do very well. And I'm basing that off just off the trailer that just released again. I've said that before, but season two, as much as I liked it, I still got to agree with Jack. There wasn't really an actual plot. I felt like almost every episode I was saying, this is filler. This is a season of filler. and It's not really leading to anything, but this, the trailer that's released for season three and also the fact that it's going to be the final season, I feel like there is going to have to be stuff that happens. So I'm not really Mm. thinking there's going to be filler. So I think that the show is actually going to do really well. 
Cool. Nice. I like it. I like it. Uh, I've only got ones. So if we do go for twos, I'm not going to have any. But this one here is not really about any of the projects coming out as such. It's more of, I reckon that there's going to be a big announcement towards the end of the year that a, a whole new trilogy is, obviously they've announced that new trilogy, but I feel like they're going to have a whole new trilogy name with like titles like they did with um Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty. Well, obviously I don't know about that anymore, but I think they're going to have a whole trilogy um, announced. That's not the right one with titles for all three of them be announced at the end. And it's going to be hyped. It's going to be very good. I hope. Wow. I would actually be very hyped. That'll be very good. Yeah, that'll be crazy. That'd be crazy. That's um, a bold prediction. I did have a second one. I was going to say that I reckon that I was tossing it up between my head. I think I'm going to say the Acolyte will get a trailer at the Super Bowl this year. So that'll be in Feb. Actually, in a couple, in like a week. I think that's. I think. Yeah, I, I think that'll be pretty bad. Um... That one, but. I, I don't know. I think we could get good one. They they would it'd be a missed opportunity if they didn't. So like, many people watch them. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's here's 100%. one of my bold prediction for Skeleton Crew is that it's not gonna do super well, but it's not gonna do bad. I think it's gonna be one of those middle of the range shows. Because there's not much that we know about it and there's no characters in it that we know of. The only thing it's got going for it, really, I feel like, is its connection to Mando and, and Ahsoka or whichever other shows it's meant to be connected to. So I, I'm interested to see how it turns out, but I have this feeling that it's going to be kind of a mid-range show. So not bad, but not not one of the ones that we'll be raving about. I hope I'm wrong. Okay, Mark, I've got a question. I've got a question for you then in response to that. What would you consider from the Star Wars franchise already? Middle of the range, like middle range. What's your middle range? Uh, I would say like one of the Mando seasons. Three was bad. Two was pretty decent. And one was really good. Wait, so you're saying, wait, no. So what's middle of the range then? Because season one and two, I thought I were think unreal. It, won't, and be, three was it won't, won't be as good as say Mando season one or Andor, but it will be better than Mando season three. That's a big okay. Well, that, so good. So just a good middle show of the then. range. That's exactly what I said. Because my because my response to that is, I think Star Wars is either really good or just hot trash. Like in terms of the like, not I'm talking oh, about the franchise. I'm talking about like the shows say, and stuff that they've released. It's either really good or bad. Ahsoka was pretty middle of the range, but a, probably a little bit better than middle of the range. But it's pretty close to the middle. It's not I'll, one that I love. It's not I'll, one that. I'll, True. I would think Obi-Wan is below mid. Yeah. Because I don't think like the last episode can really carry that. And Ahsoka, I think actually, yeah, there we go. To me, there we go. I said that there's no middle. I think Ahsoka is middle for me. And that's the only I think that's the only one I can say that's middle. I think I think Skeleton Crew would be on on sort of that level ish. Well that'll be okay then. I'll still appreciate that. Because you 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 don't everything that doesn't need to be a masterpiece. It's just we don't want it to be really bad. Like you don't, you just don't want bad stuff. Middle of the range is still fine. And I think people forget that too. That there's a reason why it's called the middle. Average is not bad. Average is exactly. still good. You know Average what I mean? Is, not everything bad. needs to be perfect. Yeah. And I think well, people got to start realizing that, especially for people Marvel. Think, people think average means bad. Average, mm. average. But to be fair, I feel like if you're creating a show, you don't want it to be just average. You don't want it to be, but I have a feeling it's going no, to. Turn you don't bad. want it to be, but. Yeah, exactly. Nothing is perfect. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure Marvel didn't want, you know, all their 
things to be considered mid in the recent times. But like, that's the thing. People are calling it mid, but mid's still not that bad. Yeah. If you're calling something mid, that's just middle. I'm like, well, yeah. then if you really don't like it, call it trash. You know what I mean? But for example, if you're saying it's average, then why are you complaining? It's still like at least something to enjoy at some points and, and watch, you know what I mean? If, if you're considering it average, you still had an all right time with it. You know what I mean? So, no, yeah. Alrighty. I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, first one, back to 2024. Mm. Yep. If uh, you've liked this video or this podcast and you're watching on YouTube, give it a like. Make sure to subscribe as well. We'll have plenty of um, exciting podcasts, reactions, episode breakdowns throughout the year. Um, so the only way you'll be notified about them is if you subscribe and hit the notification bell. If you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, feel free to give us a rate and follow us on there as well. And also we're all across the social media board. You'll find us on every single social media platform. Go follow us on there uh, if you feel like. But that's all from us for this week. And we will see you next week for our next podcast. See you later, everybody. Thank you. Peace.